Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm J.B. Long. The regular season finale this Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Second meeting of the season with the Arizona Cardinals. Win and the Rams are in the postseason with double-digit victories. Our guest today joined the team midseason, signed off the Colts practice squad. He's done really well to stabilize the kicking game in L.A. 11-13 on field goals, including a long of 51 last week in Seattle. He's also been great on extra points and kickoffs. Let's say hello to Rams kicker, Matt Gay. Welcome to the podcast. You doing all right? Doing good, JB. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And Happy New Year to you as well. Hey, tough tough couple of uh, weeks for the team, I know. Losses to the Jets and the Seahawks with a playoff berth on the line. And now personnel losses to deal with too. Jared Goff, thumb surgery, Cooper Cup, the COVID list. Can you just give us a general sense, Matt, of how the group's doing as you prepare for Week 17 against some adversity? Yeah, uh, team's good. Uh, team is, you know, we've put ourselves, the team's done well this year, put ourselves in a position that even after two tough losses, we're still in a position that we can, uh, you know, guarantee um, some playoff time. And so we know that, I mean, we're here every single day, so we know all these guys. So we know who's behind guys like Jared Goff and guys like um, Henderson that can then step in and play. And so, the guys are uh, confident in those guys to step up, and we know that they're players and that they're going to come out and do a good job for us this week. Have you met everyone yet? Like, do you think you know every teammate's name? I'm going to have to say no on that. I don't think I could give you everyone's name. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm close. I, I'm just getting close. Uh, I'm mixed up in the game because we have a, a T. Hill and a D. Will. And I, one of them <laughs> made a – I think D. Will made a play in the game. And I was like, wait, let's go T. Hill. And everyone was like, that's D. Will. And I was like, oh, shoot. All right. So still mixing some people up, but uh, I'm close to getting to know everybody. They play the same position, too. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. What tough. about John Wolford? Have you met him yet? Like, if you cross paths in the hallway, would you know who that yeah, is? Uh, I talked to John a little bit. Um, talked to him earlier this week. You know, just kind of hyped him up and, you know, gave him my best wishes and told him we got his back and that we're behind him, so. He's a good dude. He's smart. He knows the offense really well. So uh, full confidence in him to step in and do a, do a good job. Great. How about on your end, Matt? What does it feel like to be six games into your Rams tenure? Feels good. Uh, it, it felt uh, natural kind of coming in. Uh, it was an easy transition with um, Johnny and Jake. They made uh, the process pretty simple. Um, I mean, they've been doing this for a long time. So they're, they're great at their craft and what they do. Um, they're vets. And so they made it easy on me to kind of come in and, you know, say, hey, we're here to help you. And so that was that was good to have guys like that to, you know, ease you in. And then the team's been great. And then the community has been great to just kind of welcome me in. And, uh, you know, I feel a little settled in. This may seem like a no-brainer, but in an ideal world, would you like to believe you found a long-term professional home in the NFL in L.A.? I mean, yeah, ideally. I mean, everyone wants to kind of feel like they've settled in, kind of found some stability and security. Not for just for me. I mean, for my family. I mean – it's tough to kind of bounce around a little bit. So the, the wife and the kids would, you know, like to have a place where they can kind of feel settled and, and stick. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I could, you know, definitely see myself being here for a while. And you were just telling me you have a wife and a son and a second on the way. Yep. Wife, 18-month-old. Uh, so you just kind of get in get there. And then uh, one more on the way due in June. Good luck getting your son potty trained before the next one comes along. It's a game changer, as I'm sure you've been hearing throughout the last few months. With this one, uh, we're going to have some trouble, I think. It's just trouble <laughs> about everything. So, 
Um, hey, you mentioned uh, your counterparts in the kicking game, and I know the operation is just so essential to the success of a, a kicker. In Jake McQuaid and Johnny Hecker, do you feel like you struck gold in that regard? Definitely. I mean, guy, like Johnny Hecker is a guy you hear about in the league as being, you know, one of the best to ever do it and a four-time Pro Bowl or All-Pro. I mean, he, he's a guy that, you know, is really good at what he does. And not only that, I mean, he's just a good dude, a good person. He's a leader. So, I mean, helping me feel settled. And, and then Jake, I mean, you don't hear much about snappers, I feel like, but Jake deserves all the credit in the world. He's been doing this for 10 years at a high level. Um, and they just made it really easy on me, you know, saying, hey, we're here to help you. Whatever we can do to help you, you know, be the best kicker you can be, we're, we're here to do that. So tell us what you like, what you want. And, um, you know, just it was super easy. So, I mean, they, they know exactly what, and they've given me tips to help me out as well. So it's been a super easy transition with them. What do you know about the backstory of how they recruited you to be their teammate? I <laughs> know uh, a little bit. Uh, I know Johnny texted me late after one of their games. I think it was the game that Kai got hurt and I woke up, I was on Eastern time. So I, I you know, I was like, I got it like three in the morning or something like that. And, uh, he was just kind of asking me when I could fly out and if I was, you know, good, I felt good. And I think they texted McVeigh themselves and kind of put their own hands in on that one. And then, uh, got my agent involved working on some of the side parts, David Canner, and he did a great job kind of communicating with, uh, the GM less and, and McVeigh and, uh, was lucky enough to have it all work out and end up here. That's hilarious that Johnny texted you in the middle of the night. Like, do all NFL specialists have like a Google doc with contact information shared? No. So he, I think he texted Bradley Pinion in Tampa because um, uh, they knew each other. And then yeah. Pinion kind of gave Johnny my number and that's how it kind of all got connected. Speaking of Tampa, like I know how quickly the kicking carousel can spin yeah. at the professional level. But after your time in Tampa came to an end at the end of this summer, what was your level of confidence that you would get a second chance. And I don't just mean a practice squad opportunity with the Colts, but like active roster, you're the guy with the Rams. I felt fully confident that I, you know, I'd get another shot. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, paying your dues and the right timing, right team to come along. And so, I mean, I'd, I'd changed some things in the off season and I had been hitting the ball really well. Um, fortunately it didn't work out in Tampa and uh, you know, you, you say bye there and then you kind of go off to Indy and, take a job you can get and Indy was great for me you know I got a lot of time to kind of work on my craft to perfect some things and clean up some things um and then uh you know just get really comfortable with, with my technique and what I'm doing and then obviously you know it worked out to come here and it was good timing and yeah I mean I was fully confident in my ability I know that I, I can be a kicker in this league and that I can do it at a high level and so I just knew I had to kind of pay my dues uh let God kind of work some things out and it's all on his timing, and when that opportunity came, just make the most of it. Well, you have so far as a Rams, certainly. Purely from a kicking standpoint, what do you make of SoFi Stadium? Kind of an indoor, outdoor venue below ground. It's pretty unique. Very unique. Uh, immaculate. I mean, you can't say enough about the stadium. It's, it's unreal. Uh, everything is top of the line, and it's a great place to be, great place to kick. I mean, you can get a slight draft that kind of comes in on the top end that kind of sneaks in, but for the most part, it's pretty calm in there. Um, from a kicking standpoint, you can't really ask for much more. Hmm. 
Matt, do you have a fairly strict routine? And if so, would you be willing to kind of walk us through it from the moment that, say, an offense fails on a third down conversion and you know it's your time? Um, so, yeah, I mean, when offense – defense is on the field, I'm normally just kind of sitting down. If I feel like I'm getting a little tight or loose, and, you know, I'll, I'll stretch or, you know, take a little jog. Um, when offense gets up, I – you know, we'll help out Johnny or Jake in any way that I can help them get ready for a punt scenario or anything like that. And then if we cross the 50, I'm up, I'm hitting some balls into the net, uh, making sure that I'm getting good ball contact. And then, yeah, I mean, you go third down, you're on the sideline waiting for your number to be called and being ready and get the first down, you head back to the net and hit a few more and just kind of wait for the, the time for, for the run on the field and, and hit one. How about uh, when you are on the field? Uh, you know, just make sure I approach from behind, you know, I, I like to come in from, from deeper to the spot, um, walk kind of my line forward and then, you know, pick out a, a point that I like to, that I want to hit my spot and behind the, behind the posts. And then from there, it's just the full process. I mean, that's, that's something I really worked on the off off season was to have a very consistent routine that I go through as far as my walk off my tempo. Um, and so, yeah, I just, yeah, that's something I really worked on hard in the offseason to get that very consistent and, you know, very repeatable. Matt, Rams fans remember you hitting from 58 at the Coliseum last year as a rookie against them. Would you like to be able to set a new career long for the Rams? And what is that range where, hey, you wouldn't be at all surprised if you got it through? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'm always looking to, you know, increase and, and get better and I feel comfortable that I can, you know, hit those, the longer ones and get an opportunity to do so. Uh, I've always felt like I'm, I'm comfortable, pretty comfortable 60, 60 and in, um, uh, getting past that. I mean, kind of depends where you're at conditions wise and things like that, but I feel like I can hit from 60 and, and farther. So, I mean, if the opportunity came, I mean, I, I would love to, to take one of those and, you know, set a new record. Sure. Yeah. 60 is the number I had in mind. I see you kind of yeah. working on that pregame at SoFi and rightly yeah. so. Um, let's go back in time a bit. And as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, you were primarily a high school soccer player. Yes. Yep. So how did you get from a U.S. soccer national team residency to winning the Lou Groza award at Utah as the nation's top college kicker? So, Played soccer my whole life. That was my, my love. That's what I did full time all through the year. I was on a team and then in the winter I was on another team and uh, my, my goal, my dream was to, you know, play professional soccer. And uh, my senior year in high school, we got a new football coach and he was like, Hey, uh, I don't really care if you come to practice or anything like that. Show up for us Friday nights, kicking the games. That's all I care about. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I showed up Friday nights. I'd kick off, and I hit a few field goals and um, got hurt playing football, actually, in a practice. Um, had a partial ACL, partial MCL, torn meniscus. So I ended up missing the end of the football season and then rehabs. I barely got back for my senior year in soccer. Was still, like, injured kind of halfway through the year there. Um, and then didn't – didn't play football at all after that. Kind of got back into soccer shape and um, went on to play um, two years of college soccer at Utah Valley. And then I had a, a mission in between there. I went to Houston. And when I came back from my mission that, that following year, playing soccer, didn't go as planned. 
Um, I wasn't as fit coming back from my mission as I wanted to be. Um, wasn't getting much playing time. And someone kind of mentioned that, hey, you ever thought about kicking again? I know someone at Utah that can, you know, maybe get you there. And the thought just kind of kept stirring with me over the month. And uh, I just decided, you know, take a risk and go for it. And so I decided to quit soccer and bought some footballs, went to my high school field and tried to learn how to taught myself how to kick, got connected with people at Utah. I went to a, a summer one of their summer specialist camps, which was mostly just high school kids trying to get, you know, looked at. And here I am, a 25-year-old kid just <laughs> trying to make a team and uh, ended up winning the camp. Um, they offered me a walk-on spot. And so I got into fall camp, I think, three days in after an injury and then just competed for starting job. They had a scholarship kid there, Chaden Johnston. Um, they gave him the start. And he came in, he, he missed his first field goal. And coach came to me and said, hey, you got the next one. And we kind of started a little bit. It was like, oh, geez, all right. It was not planned on this. And uh, ended up going in. And then uh, it worked out all right for me, I guess. The rest is history, as they say. And as you've now lived this experience, you know, I've kind of come to know it as well. The Utah fraternity is really something else, especially the way they support their players in the pros. And yeah. I was exposed to that, you know, through Eric Weddle, uh, through yeah. Terrell Burgess, now through you. Uh, I'm sure Utah people will find this podcast. Do you care to give a shout out to the Utes first and foremost? Yeah, you fans, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough time for you fans right now, uh, going through kind of a little bit of a tragedy with Ty, um, Ty Jordan and his loss. And uh, just want to say, you know, that I'm grateful for you guys and your support and your love and that we'll get through this just like we get through everything else. And uh, to Ty's family, um, prayers and thoughts are with you guys right now during this, this tough time. And uh, just know that, you know, the whole Utah fan base and family is looking out for you guys. Yeah, that was just a brutal Christmas tragedy to uh, the Utah running back and the reigning conference freshman of the year. Yeah. Um, on a much lighter, less serious note, pretty cool to be in the same division with uh, Mitch Wisnowski and see him a couple times per year. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, you know, I stay in touch with Mitch. We were there for two years, and, you know, Mitch is a good good friend. And so it'll be good to kind of see him. I'm gonna, I get to see him once this year. It came in late. But it'll be good to kind of be in the same division and uh, see him every now and again in the same state too. So be able to kind of stay connected with him a little bit. So Final few items. We'll let you get back to your family and your preparation for the Arizona Cardinals in Week 17. Sean McVay joked the first uh, night that you kicked for him in Tampa Bay about your strength, about your physical stature. <laughs> How much do you bench more or less than Sean? Oh, I got to say I bench more than Sean. I've never seen him in the weight room. Do you know about his 100 push-up and four-minute challenge? No, I don't. Uh, 100 push-ups in four minutes. Google it when you get home tonight. And All get right, back I'll to take it. a look. Maybe Sean. Uh, I know Sean works out, and I know he's, he's in good shape. Uh, but I'll take the bench on that one. I think I bench more than did you find the best wings in Thousand Oaks slash Westlake Village that you were looking for on Twitter? Not yet. I, I didn't. I was I was a little skeptical to – I think it, it actually got a little late on me um, to go out and get them or DoorDash them. Uh, I think it was past time by the time I found any. But I got a lot of suggestions. So uh, I'm going to have to test a few of those ones out and see if I can find them. If you've got any suggestions on that, that note too. 
not my neck of the woods, but when you come down to the west side, hit me up. Um, Are we talking boneless or actual wings, by the way? I'm traditional. Yeah, I'm traditional. Bone in. Um, And then last thing, clearly you are on team LeBron, I can tell. Do you want to sing him happy birthday? Go to work. I'm not much of a singer. Okay. Uh, But I'll 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 give give the king a shout out. You know, in my opinion, he's he's the GOAT. He's the best to ever do it. Um, to do what he's doing it at his age, I mean, for as long as he's been doing it. So, happy birthday, Braun. You're the GOAT. Hope you see this. I'm in are L.A. You, now, so let's kick it. Are you a bigger NBA fan or soccer fan? Soccer. Yeah. Who's your team? That's Tottenham. Hotspurs. Okay. Yeah. I, I think officially the correct answer on this podcast should be Arsenal, but don't quote me on that. I'm out of my depth there. We can edit that out in post. Right, yeah, we're uh, – it's a uh, – it's a tough one. That's a, that's a rivalry right there. <laughs> I, I know that uh, the Rams are with Arsenal. So, try Matt, good luck to you and the Rams this Sunday Thanks. against the Cardinals and hopefully well beyond into the new year. Thanks, JB. Appreciate it. Okay, be well. And to our audience, thank you for listening. And once again, Happy New Year to those of you who've taken the time to leave reviews throughout this season. We appreciate you very, very much. Remember, we cannot wait for you to step into the Rams' house in the year ahead. There's still time to be among the first to experience SoFi Stadium. To purchase season tickets, visit therams.com slash 2021. For Matt Gay, for Rudy, for Jamie, who made this podcast possible, I'm JB Long, and this is Rams Review.